0: Welcome to Mark's Music Loft. I'm here again with my friend, John, that I've known so long. And John says he has questions about things I like, like he says other people do. But I'll let John ask.
1: John? Uh, I, I don't know, Mark. Uh, you asked me to ask you questions about things you like. So uh, I guess I had a, a passing interest in that, um, at, le- at least musically. Uh, other areas of life, I really i am not interested in. That's either. fine. Yeah. Um, so I thought the... the uh, the format that would be best would be a, uh, a top ten format.
0: Top ten, all right. So I'm good with giving some type of top ten. But let's preface, let's preamble. There is no such thing as a perfect top ten, of course. And I was
1: not going to get an easy answer no. <laughs> to this question. Uh, I knew well, I was going to get okay. So go right. Ahead. So so so
0: let, I'll give every common cliche answer before I obviously get into the top ten. One is, well, that could change tomorrow. Yes. So what? have some content so you can freaking talk about other albums but at a given moment i'm just going to talk about 10 albums another thing is if you go to someone at a party even if they do have various interests in music and you say hey what do you like i like everything okay name something that sucks too because you can't get a north star you can't even get any type of music thing so there's a lot of different things i like in music right i like um you know i like rock jazz i like electronic i like different stuff but I'll give you ten
1: albums that I can hang a well, hat well, okay, on. Okay, like like today, oh, like on a Saturday afternoon. Damn! What, what would you consider to be right? Not the top ten of all time because everybody's beat that to death. Everybody knows these things, the classic records for themselves too. For but themselves, they, they don't I mean, really. It's not really. Yeah, everybody a world thing. agrees, Abbey Road and everything else, but. You know, knowing anybody who knows you, knowing your eclectic nature of the stuff you listen to, kind of interesting. So, uh, fire Saturday. All right, so morning. I'm going to give it?
0: I'm going to give ten albums and um, and uh, let's just go with what's on my head. Okay. First thing that comes to mind, like oh my god, what's it? Not King Crimson in the Court of the Crimson King. I
1: know nobody nobody saw that coming.
0: <laughs> listen, that is an amazing album because. I first heard it when I was like 11 or 12, and it's a it's a first of firsts in many ways. I mean, it's it's the, you can look at the end of the 60s and, and say how many different bands there were or firsts, whether there be a Led Zeppelin or a Black Sabbath. Um, you know, Pink Floyds uh, gelling themselves together sound-wise. But King Crimson, amazing. I mean, Robert Fripp, Greg Lake, Ian McDonald, Michael Giles. It's a magical album. 21st Century
1: Schizoid Man in the Court of the Crimson King. Come on, boom. Uh, unfortunately for people who are listening to uh, to to Taylor Swift no one knows anybody who you just mentioned all right well go get King Crimson in the court of the Crimson King and, and turn the other stuff off
0: let's see allowed to is do it, that i don't want to know,
1: mark mark is risking his relationship with his wife to to for the audience uh, to share his no you, you can't say that because now it's in the podcast and if she yeah. listens she'll hear it uh, well you've indicted me well hold on because my wife is going to call me in about 15 seconds uh well you have to you're gonna have to shelve them and off I'll, and i'll have to buy toilet paper okay someone. so All this right, is just
0: so, so round number two number two bitches brew miles davis double album on columbia considered to be one of the first fusion masterpieces. Right. Listen, there's a lot of cutting and splicing on that album. Everybody's on that album. John McLaughlin, Chick Corea, Wayne Shorter, everybody. You know why I like it cuz it's very difficult to listen to when I first heard it. It took me like 10-20 years to really 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 get into it. But you know what, have some patience. It's like a it's like a 2-day jam session with a lot of musicians being manipulated by Miles Davis. And um It's not a really laid-out format. He just kind of lets freeform go. Not freeform like free-free jazz, but the elements of rock in that music with electric instruments, it's just
1: interesting. I think it's a a one-of-a-kind. So, Bitches Brew, Miles Davis. Well, you know, to that... uh, Speaking to that point, um, Mark, for my birthday, like about 15 years ago, he he bought me Kind of Blue. And, um... I, uh... I, I listened to it, and, um... I didn't get it. So it's one of those records that you may have to listen to repeatedly. Most of the jazz stuff seems to be that way. It's so deep that you got to listen to it um, a number of times. So You know, it's worth
0: it, though. Kind of Blue is easy. Kind of Blue is, is obviously a, the most classic jazz album of all time. Everybody kind of knows that. Bitches Brew is like a very, very, very distant uh, experience. Electric instruments. Uh, kind of Blue is easy to listen to. When people say something's hard to listen to, That's not a reason not to listen to it again. That's my thing on that. Okay. So, uh, number three. Let's see. Number three. Um, All right. Let's pull out Quadrophenia, The Who. Who doesn't like that? That is a brilliant double album. Well-produced. Pete Townsend showing, flexing every bit of his ability on that album. Roger Daltrey... John I um, Wessel, Keith Moon. I mean,
1: that's a brilliant quartet. Was, uh, was Keith Moon really destroyed by drugs at this point? No no,
0: right. no, 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 no. that Kiss album, free, uh... No, the Quadrophenia was solid. Mm. This is the ultimate I feel sorry for myself album. That's why all the punk guys like it and all these other people like it and everyone responds to it. Everyone sits in their room going, this guy understands me. I don't think it helps that he kills himself at the end
1: of the I, friggin' I, movie. I, is that what most people say about that? I didn't get that thing. Listen you need to listen to, if you haven't listened to Quadrophenia you right. have to Quadrophenia no, no, I've listened to it but I never got that feeling that this guy understands me and I don't know what that means
0: well okay so if you you had a perfect teenage experience how could none of it relate to any of it alright you know this is like
1: this is like Catcher in the Rye People every time not me, at all everybody tells me yeah yeah no, Catcher no, in the Rye wrong. no no right.
0: no no. Catcher in the Rye that kid created his own problems he's an idiot okay <laughs> that that and
1: that, that book as, as most people do overrated are, yeah. overrated book
0: but right. Quadrophenia anyway is musically right. well done so even if you get nothing out of it except good right. music it's wonderful right
1: like the backstory story on, uh, on the wall alright I get it but who cares the music is okay uh
0: music think about it the whole feel sorry for yourself I always think of the wall and I think of Tommy and I go hmm let's see somebody's father dies in a war and then all of a sudden he ends up going wrong hmm sounds like Tommy right. oh I said that but anyway you know if you're gonna see no relationship between the two, you'd just be, you're just denying it. On that note, number four. Let's see, number four, Bone Crunching, Physical Graffiti, Led Zeppelin. Come on, that is a double roundhouse kick album. Out of all the Zeppelin albums, there may even be better Zeppelin albums, fine, argue the point, but the thing I like about it is it, it's, a, it's a punishing nonstop experience, and you have your acoustic bits, you have all sorts of good experimentation. I think they use space to its advantage. And in in terms of listening to it, it, it's it's probably one of the most raw Zeppelin album. It's not as warm as like a Zeppelin 3 or a Zeppelin 4. I love it. So, Physical Graffiti. By the way, if you want to see the cover of that album, go up St. Mark's Place. Go past, what, 2nd Avenue and stand there and take pictures like everybody does. There's a tea shop called Physical Graffiti Tea. Very silly, but it's there. What, there?
1: Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, well... Yeah. Everybody's going to make money on something. You go to Woodstock, New York, and all these old worn-out, hippy-dippy guys are walking around. Uh, Got to make money
0: on something. Yes. Okay, so, next. Let's see. I'll go for a five. I'll pull out London Calling, The Clash. Who's got a problem with that? Double album. Brilliant album. It's like the next level for them taking their punk into a little bit of an area where people can all listen to it and not just think it's punk. I mean, think about it, man. Joe Strummer... Mick Jones, Paul Simonon, and Topper Heaton. That's a great quartet. And on that album, you hear other things. You hear a little bit of ska, a little bit of reggae. You hear uh, blues. You hear jazz. You hear punk. You hear blues. I think they did a great job at at, at pulling what you can say punk into uh, the
1: next decade. Okay. Okay. Uh, no comment on that, you know. No comment on London Calling. Uh, it's okay. It's, it's not record. okay. Yeah, it's uh, you great. Know, uh, you know, I uh, I like it. It's fine. You don't you like know? it enough, apparently. Uh, well, I'm not, you know, ready to take my pants off now, but uh, I don't think that you should ever be ready yeah, to do yeah. that. But <laughs> I just I don't see what it's the only connection. In circumstances. But so, that's just, not one of
0: you listen. You this is another thing. You need to go re-listen to that album. I don't. And another right. thing,
1: that's another album where okay. if you say that, means you haven't listened to it. Well, you know, to to to, to speak to that point a little bit. Um, I uh, in my teenage years thought that uh, you know uh, Iron Maiden was okay. wasn't crazy about it. Uh, Mark apparently, I don't know if this is going to be on this list of top tens. I don't know. No. Uh, he thought no. Okay, but he thought it was better than 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 I did. So I gave it a re-listen. I got to tell you, I gave it a re-listen about six months ago, when Mark told me I was nuts uh, for not uh, digging Iron Maiden. And I will I will admit. Uh, I uh, I now after after 30 years uh, I have a little bit more of appreciation for that yay
0: who said that miracles yeah, can't yeah, happen okay.
1: you know it's okay it's And that's and that's,
0: and that's but, not even the band I was going to go to the mat for I mean I like I love Iron Maiden I think they're great but they're not going to look I'm going to put them in top ten ism them but look I already knocked out five albums so what does that leave so
1: five more albums the, the point is the point is sometimes uh, you are correct on re listens boom so next let's see next one
0: all right I'll go to what I consider a great Pink Floyd album, Animals. The best, according to me. Now, think about the other Pink Floyd albums. Everyone's like, I don't care about the the obsessions with the wall and stuff like that. It's the most negative Pink Floyd album ever, and I love it. It's dark. It's drenching in George Orwell negativity. Roger Waters alienated the band. He depressed the keyboard player. He practically destroyed all their morale. What a great album. I mean, it's like so impactful now it's very simple dark side of the moon and wish you were here they don't leave you feeling very bad bad or anything like that animals is takes it to such a deep intensive level at a cost but you know what you listen to that song dogs you listen to sheep listen to pigs they're, like, unforgettable. For me, subjectively, that's way better than The Wall.
1: Anybody got a problem with that? Fine. Well, let, let's let's admit things. I mean, I don't know if uh, you want to uh, fess up to this, but uh, Pink Floyd was always a, it was always a headband. Um, most people that I knew listened to it um, had to be in some kind of chemically-induced uh, state. Um, lack trust... of patience. Yeah, <laughs> I, I trust you were not at the time you listened to no, it. No, lack of patience, man. Yeah, that's about it. Um, you know, when I was in high school, that was the thing to do. Um, it's just another
0: area of blues-based rock that got taken from psychedelia into a different area. And you know what? They they the studio was their friend. They got to experiment and have different ideas. You know what? It affected people different ways. Sure, a lot of people became uh, you know maybe blazed up to the album. Ah, so what? Doesn't make it a bad album. No. All right, let's see. You next. want you want a next one? Go. No. Hey, not your favorite, but thick as a brick. Jethro Tull. Who doesn't like that album? I mean, come on. That is a masterpiece. Now, say a masterpiece to make it sound like it's such a, a novella album that, you know, you have to be smart to listen to it. I just, I, I think it tells some silly story about this kid. But the the way um, it's put together with the storytelling and the instrumentation is amazing. It's either you like it or you don't. I mean, people can, I've met people that like Aqualung that never listen to Thick as a Brick. And I just stare at them going, Really? Thick as a Brick why would you not that's what I'm saying Thick as a Brick was like pinnacle height for Jethro Tull after that they still made great albums but that's it for me that's a favorite and I like that they were a band band I mean I'm just doing this off the top of my head this top 10
1: so we got Thick as a Brick in there okay okay well that uh, that should have been expected okay so now I
0: I have I have three more that I can pull right out of nowhere
1: okay go right ahead alright
0: I'll do it um Brain Salad Surgery Emerson Lincoln Palmer now What's interesting about is there anything
1: on this list uh, from the late 20, uh, 20th century? No, you know what's or, funny. Uh, you know
0: what's don't. funny? I'm not going to make it that way. All I'm right. noticing everything about this list is freaking that old. And you know what? This is flowing naturally. I can and I, after I give the top ten, I can say, oh, well, these are some other things. But so I'm just going heart and soul on things that I'm like, hey, this is great. Like you need to, John. What's with yeah. a glass of water? Just put it I mean, down. I, I don't
1: want to put it down someplace where you cause a ring. Okay,
0: great. So, yo, listen. I'm okay with everything i'm saying being old i can go advanced here's the difference it doesn't make it better even though we're being subjective here the way all the albums are that are recorded the ones i'm talking about they're amazing so brain salad surgery was a very well performed well recorded album on my list so far it's funny greg lake doing vocals on two albums doing brain salad surgery and on that first king crimson album so it's kind of a masterpiece i'll use the word progressive rock it's definitely in that range but you know what's you funny should. you should use that you know what's funny they don't no. use the word progressive rock and needed a jethro tull so i think it's like a uh, it's like know. it's like a market thing right yes so let's see i'll pull another one yes. and this will be less fashionable even more considered progressive rock head yeah. music close to the edge yes boom freaking concept album three songs Love it. I could tell you, go listen to the Yes album as an easier or fragile, whatever, but you know what? I love Close to the Edge. That's a masterpiece. That's, that is a great concert. Look at that. Bill Bruford, Steve Howe, Chris Squire, John Anderson, Rick Wakeman. That is great patience in writing and musicality all coming out at once. So yeah, that's on my list. So Johnny, you checking to see if you're getting phone calls? From no, people? no, no, no. I feel waiting, like there's uh, host lack of concentration. I, no, no.
1: I'm I'm waiting for you to what uh, give you might, the... give you the tenth album. Well, you could do that if you want to. I'm going to. All right, I figured. And did. then after that, I'll, I yeah.
0: listen. And after that, I can just expound on a bit of uh, why. Well, no. I,
1: I will ask some other questions. Okay. About, uh, so
0: I'll put Machine Head, Deep Purple I, I as a was big, big boom. I mean, you listen to that album, right? You got seven songs. Richie Blackmore, Ian Gillan. Roger Glover, John Lord, Ian Pace. I don't need to say Smoke on the Water. It's just so well done, man. Martin Birch produced it. I got that album. I never shut the damn thing off. People got problems with that album. I
1: got problems with them. Um, okay, so that that's 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 10. I
0: just gave 10 out of, yeah. out of that range. And you are right to note none of them pass friggin' 1980.
1: Right. I, li- I live with that. Okay. Uh, so let me ask a couple of why's. Maybe some things that are that are not uh, that are conspicuously absent in the top ten. And then I'll and
0: I'll t- and then I'll give you why, sure. Okay, yes,
1: I, I figured, you know. Um, never mind the bollocks. Awesome, Because the next top ten. Oh, that <laughs> that's it. That's an eleven and twenty. Oh, I see. Never mind never
0: mind the bullocks is awesome, but really, like I'm doing this off the top of my head. Like, you know what the problem with that is I'd have to pull one of these guys out. And then John John Rotten would call one of them a geezer anyway and say, Well, they need to be they need to be ripped out. And I need and so Let's put Nevermind the Bullocks in that good old top 20. Okay. Uh, Pet Sounds. Uh, I I like it, but I'm not nuts for it. I mean, I think it's a great album. My father loved it, but uh, you know what? It's a nice album, but it just doesn't make my top 10 or Mm -hmm. top 20
1: for no reason and no insult. Well, apparently, uh, I don't know if you're aware of the story. The story that I heard was that uh, when McCartney heard that, he thought it was the greatest album he'd ever heard. I've heard shit like that. And he got nervous and he said, wow, I got to come up with something. I mean, yeah, it's, it's,
0: there's no question it was well done. And then, you know, and there's albums around that sphere that I probably like better for no particular reason. Okay. Um, first Ramones album. First Ramones album is great. I put that in the top something. Okay. I wouldn't put, now I'm not going to knock out Machine Head to go throw in, you know, that, um, and I definitely wouldn't have it, obviously, move Bullocks out of the way. But First Ramones album is
1: definitely, like, on a top 100 list. No question. Okay. I like it. Um, and uh, and nobody would be uh, complete without uh, addressing the uh, the Abbey Road thing.
0: Well, I'm not a Beatles nutcher. I, I know. I, you know but I, know. I would say this. If they say, yeah, what, no Beatles? You know what? There's just no Beatles. I'm not going to insult the oh, Beatles. Oh, like,
1: uh, I like Sticky Fingers is missing, too.
0: Um...
1: The Rolling Stones.
0: Yeah, I didn't put them in the top in the top ten, so that's fair. So let's say there's there's a constant. My my top three Stones albums are linear. They would be, you know, Sticky Fingers. They would be Exile on Main Street, and then you know, Ladies and Gentlemen, welcome to the Rolling Stones, the live album immediately after that. But again, you said ten, pulling ten out of your head, and I'm okay with just. By the way, none of this is this is fine. But I would say all the ten that I mentioned. If I had it pull, you know, any of them or the Stones off a cliff, I would pull any of them. It's just the way it is. No insult. I like the Rolling Stones. I think they're wonderful. But um, I gave you my uh, my view on um, on on not just quick. I'd have that. And by the way, those three albums would be on the top hundred. Right. Uh,
1: so as uh, as anybody who knows you uh, knows very well, uh, obscure musicians uh, in various stages of their lives um, or unlives. Uh, are, are very well known to you. Is there anything uh, oddly obscure that does uh, does not appear on any top ten list anywhere that you think should? Like Rolling Stone, you could open up Rolling Stone and they give you the top ten albums all times. time. We all know what's on there. We all know it's the same old thing, never changes. What's obscure, or weird that should be in a top ten that's on nobody's album?
0: I'm not gonna say weird and obscure, but it may be seen that way to someone who doesn't know what they are, right? So if I'm going to pull from the top of my head, um, Soft Machine, the album 3rd. I love Soft Machine. I could listen to them endlessly. They're they're a British Canterbury, let's say jazz rock, psychedelic band. At one time, we were shoulder to shoulder with Pink Floyd in the uh, late 60s, early 70s, and had a million different members come in and out. But the album 3rd is wonderful. So... Well, second, John, you can't make noises with with knives. No, no. Uh, we t- when you make, well, I have to be prepared in case is, somebody breaks so, in so, the phone. So, so for off. these shows, I always tell people: do not make. The microphone picks up all these things, and it's. it's oh, I see. Like you can't. That's. I had another guy's cat. Me- I did one co-host show, and the guy couldn't oh, hear. Now, his
1: before you go any further, ca- let me get a glass of water. <laughs> Sorry.
0: And this guy, this guy couldn't hear a cat. His cat meowing, and I said, I can't do. As if you can't hear a cat meowing, I can't do shows. And I heard it. it ruined the whole thing so
1: yeah no no i I don't know mark i I tend to think this falls in the category of ocd it's not OCD.
0: they can hear it it's it shows it shows lack of attention and respect for the audience i see so as i was saying soft machine third double album check it out there's only one vocal cut the rest it's just it's just keyboards bass sax and drums and uh you've heard it from me i love that album another album that is not obscure but regarded and if you hadn't discovered it The album uh, Tago Mago from the German band Can. You know, I discovered that album, John. Oh, tell me how. I read a freaking magazine like 30 years ago and they asked John Rotten, what's your favorite album? You know what he said? Tago Mago from Can. Okay. And I was like, I had an idea what Can was and I was like, "Uh, okay. And I checked it out and it was interesting. And he said that's what he'd sit around listening to with Sid Vicious. And it's very, very uh, interesting. You want to see strange music? No, it's it's music that influenced a lot of people, including Radiohead, very much so. If you listen, and you listen to a lot of other bands, they um, it's not warm music. It's very strange, frenetic uh, German music. With a a lot of their career, they had a Japanese vocalist, and you got four, like four Germans that make very, very kind of interesting, rhythmic, strange music. Uh, okay, with that in mind,
1: uh, where does uh, Kraftwerk call in any of this?
0: Kraftwerk's great, man. Kraftwerk's wonderful. I think, um, I don't know if I'd put a top 10 or, or, or a t- I mean, I would put them in a top 100 for me. Uh, I'd have to think if it would be, um, I'd have to think which album in particular, but I think people are thinking Autobahn right away, right? Well, what else? I mean, is
1: that, is, was it Man Machine, the other one?
0: Well, you know, it's I, I tend to listen to they made a live album about ten years ago that I was listening to a lot and then I listened to the mix because it was a, it was a collection that was very convenient to listen to. So then it was from there I went back into the individual albums, but I gotta tell you I was listening to more of like I say, collection craft work than individual. But there's another album that has like that song Hole of Mirrors on it. That's good. Okay. But anyway, craft work are good and I
1: think a lot of music stemmed, stemmed from that but what, um what's your uh, your take on uh, overrated records? Uh it's cruel to do that because yeah
0: I don't know and plus overrated assumes that I don't like them which would not be so true. Right? It's it's like overrated so if I if I even touch near the Beatles people like right. hit the hit right. the delete button on the podcast, right? So I don't know if I don't want to say any Beatles are overrated, I just didn't like them as much. Um corporate rock album. So I gotta think about that for, for a little bit because I think it's when someone likes another band instead of one of my bands, then I go, what are you,
1: kidding me? What do you mean? Like any soundtrack to any movie? I can't say that. Well, what? Like soundtracks what? are good. Well, I don't know how many soundtracks were good. I mean... Oh, uh, that uh, sounded uh, a lot. A lot were good. Look,
0: Vangelis, great soundtrack to what? Blade Runner. Don't talk about Chariots of Fire. Blade Runner. That's a, that's a, sound, that's a score. That's a score. Yes. Now, a soundtrack, you like Repo Man. I
1: like Repo Man. Right, but Repo Man is more like a a conglomeration. It's like a compilation. But that's
0: true. But so I wouldn't say. So I don't say what's overrated. Um, Usually, I have a lot to say on it. But
1: I mean, the other thing is the nice thing about Repo Man is it was an entry point for a lot of people. to to hear stuff that they would never have heard uh, otherwise. Only L, but but more for L.A. uh, punk stuff, not
0: not not punk stuff in general. It gave, but but that's good that it was an L.A. based movie with that viewpoint and so it, it, it definitely fit. But like overrated, right, so if I say Prince, what? Someone hits the delete button on this? I don't have anything against Prince. I think he's talented. I think he can do all those things. Oh look, here's me being like like say here's what Prince is great. He played everything on his on his first few albums. No question. And he could put all that together himself. Not a lot of people could do that. Michael Jackson didn't do that. Michael Jackson had Quincy Jones do everything for him. And I'm not, and see, it goes down a path where you're like, hey, what are you doing? Swiping at all these people. No, but when people try, I, I've heard, oh, well, Prince is the greatest guitarist. Come on, stop. Uh, oh my God, he's so, stop with the overdoing it. Don't overdo it. Let's just say he's a good musician and leave it at that. I think, um, like, look, I like ACDC. But I don't get when people go. I like ACDC, dc but I don't, I don't like Sabbath and Purple because I don't listen to them. Does that mean ac bad or overrated? No, I. So the category for for overrated, I can get cruel in certain areas. I'm trying to avoid, you know, yeah. Cru- like because look, if I'm I picking on what like Green Day because it's American punk or something like that, it's not that it sounds like it. So things sound like they copy other things. But um, you name a name, and I'll tell you if I
1: think they were overrated. Okay. No, I mean, uh, well, you mentioned Green Day, which uh, you know, I'll go on. Uh, I'll go on record. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely more noise about that than I think that, that it's worth.
0: Because um, it sounds like other stuff. Sounds like Stiff Little Fingers. Uh, sounds like The Jam. But again, I'm an old look. It's old guy saying it sounds like that. For someone else, Green Day was an explosion. I guess. You know. Exactly. Like. Um, but Bullocks, that's the thing about Bullocks. It's like everybody. I don't care if you listen to this podcast right now. You're ten years old. You're twenty. You're a millennial. You're old. Never mind the Bullocks, the Sex Pistols. That's your North Star. Do not even listen to anything else related to punk unless you're you're touching on that.
1: Well, and and if you listen to that, and you can tell me if you agree, um, anything by. Uh by the by, the Stooges at that point. Stooges uh, are awesome, man. Is, uh, you, you have to listen to that as well um, as a, like a proto-punk thing. Uh, New York Dolls, maybe. Yeah, mixed
0: feelings. New York Dolls are good, but the first two Stooges albums are great. Searching yeah. the uh, the album Raw Power, the issue I had with that was the, was the production. It was horrible. David Bowie, I don't know what drugs he was on, did a horrible production that affected the sound. And then they went back and they, uh, they re-recorded the album and it sounded a little bit better. And I know some people said, no, I like the old crappy sound of it. That was better. And I'm like, whatever, live in delusion.
1: Well, that's like the uh, Ramones live album. Uh, also, terrible, terrible uh, acoustics on that.
0: Very much so. But I think the thing with the Stooges was it gets dismissed. Even though it's too, like some of those songs were, again, three chords, very simple, but also somewhat deep. If you listen to, uh, like that song Dirt, from the second Stooges album. That's interesting in, in terms of the way he spaces that song out, the way he paces it. Iggy Pop is an interesting guy. He might sound like a mess, but he managed to get a lot out in, in the Stooges material. I like the Stooges reunion album, so I didn't think those were good. They made a Raw Power live album where they did all of it. And um, all this solo stuff rubbed me the right way for the most part.
1: Okay. Um, some, uh, some some Some... Conspicuous absences here um la woman
0: what the doors yeah. doors debut well that For is the an first al- okay so as an album la woman's great the first doors album's on my top 100 what an unbelievable debut find me a bad song on the album yeah. it's almost like every song on that album could could have been scattered amongst radio and it's impossible to me to think anything less of that so not, like I said we were just messing around here but if it should change your top 10 your top 100 should change because you should discover new music not new because it's new in the marketplace but because you discovered something you never heard before so like Martha Hoople I never spent tons and tons of time uh, listening to him in the past I would definitely put their live album in 74 or All the Young Dudes Easy in a top 100 without hesitation now I wouldn't have said that 5 years
1: ago because I was just Lacking the the listening on it, right? Well, uh, it looks like we uh, we managed to get to uh, to ten ten plus. Uh, you got uh, everything uh, plus more on uh, on that list um, plus stuff that uh, we didn't think was on there.
0: Yeah, well, if I had to add and say, okay, you must listen to these: uh, Jimi Hendrix, Electric Ladyland. Come on, come on, you you got to have that. Why isn't it in the top ten, Mark? Hey, I was getting there. It was eleven you know I'm I'm working from memory here or, or just real time you don't want this to be too calculated I'd put a Love Supreme John Coltrane easy as far as uh, you know a jazzy I'd put Kind of Blue easy uh, I already mentioned um, Soft Machine but I would put Mahavishnu Orchestra Between Nothing and Eternity uh, Nothing in Eternity I would put um, Paranoid from Black Sabbath I would put The Kinks um, uh, Preservation Society album whatever whatever you know I, I can't say the name right this second, but anyway, there's a lot of albums but though I didn't want to leave those absent there's so many to listen to expand your listening, go look up some lists and go listen to some more albums that you're missing
1: out on and of course uh, the uh, the availability of, uh, of stuff today um, you don't have to go wait in line at the record store. <laughs> You don't have to sit there and go, ah, Wednesday's the release date And you gotta stand in Flushing Behind a hundred other people And it's hot And uh, there's bad smells on Main Street um, Maybe that's the name of a new album uh, So albums are a thing of the past You can get your stuff instantaneously In fact, uh, for those of you who don't like you You know you can get stuff even if you don't want it They, uh, they force it on you if you buy a, uh, an Apple phone So uh, avail yourself of uh, of the free stuff that's available. All right. Listen, I think there's
0: more to come on this, but I think this was good at, uh, despite the numerous interruptions of people trying to call us and uh, dumb stuff, that I could at least get out some thoughts on the top 10 if people wanted to know. I got more to say on other podcasts. And everybody
1: knows Mark has more to say.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening.